Hello and welcome to the second episode of Life Podcast Thing. Uh, I'm Ryan and uh, as per the first podcast, pilot podcast I suppose it was, um, and now we're going into episode two, not based off anything like listeners or anything because again like I said previously this is more of a, a journal and if people end up listening or whatever that'd be great but... I wanted to do another one based off what obviously has occurred in the week so far. And yeah, that's kind of it. So we'll crack on with that just after this musical interlude. So obviously the last time we did this, we were about to experience the England semi-final in the World Cup, and uh, obviously all these emotions were riding high about the idea that they might make the final this Sunday, and obviously after an amazing start, it it didn't work out, held on for a long time with that one goal from Kieran Trippier, and you kind of felt like that first half, well... Croatia didn't have much going on, but come the second half, they looked way, way, way more composed, and their fitness seemed to just improve over the match, which is incredible considering they just played 120 minutes plus penalties against Russia the match before, whereas England had a relatively, I don't I know, some people won't agree with it, but a relatively straightforward 2-0, 90-minute job against Sweden. But... It wasn't to be, and we'll all look at this World Cup as, well, an incredible achievement by those relatively, for the most part, young, young lads, and they'll be there again in four years' time in the World Cup, two years for the Euros, and if what Gareth Southgate has said is true, and he believed, this team is it's not even close to it, the finished article, so let's take some solace in that. Um, I unfortunately do have that terrible terrible third place playoff to watch but I'm sure I'll sit down and watch it and try our best to enjoy it Uh, it would be great if England actually did get a win at least it kind of levels up the series with Belgium Uh, but mm, it's hard to say whether or not the team will be overly motivated in that game we'll see So today's Friday, we've lost track of time a little bit being on leave with a um, new baby boy, Cooper, being front attention at the moment. And he, he's doing amazing by the way, really great. Still doing very well at sleeping, uh, so can't complain too much there though. We are you know, a little bit sick and tired of probably like 90% of people who we sort of talk to whether that's friends or family or even strangers who like to have a little nosy that they'll just say I mean, you say oh you know they go oh how's the sleep and you're like yeah it's been good you know one feed in the middle of the night brilliant you know we're not under any illusions that might change but there's a chance it might not so why would we think anything different if we just keep doing what we're doing right now but 
it seems to just be this habit of people that just want to go, oh well, get used, uh, don't get too used to it, it's all going to change, it's all going to be like sleepless nights. And I'm, I'm not sure if it's just because their experience has been sort of like something that, whatever reason, frustrated them. And they feel like, oh, you know, like you shouldn't, it shouldn't be that you can enjoy it like that and, and have a good experience. But just because they didn't have a great sleeping baby. And again, I'll reiterate it, I do not think for a minute that this is it and it will definitely be fine. There's going to be so many changes, you know, especially when you think about teething and stuff. And it is still early days, you know, the boy's only... It's not even two weeks old yet, but he is sleeping really well in that one feed sort of in the middle of the night. But then we've met a couple of other people, and strangely enough, one uh, who was our neighbour next door, one who said, Yeah, great, if he's sleeping well now, the chances are that I'll continue. Our kids started off great steps from day one and did it all the way up until they were older. And a complete stranger who we bumped into yesterday uh, in a shop, they you know, looked at the baby and like, Well, yeah. Boys are generally a lot better at sleeping and less fussy. And yeah, my boy, he slept once he slept from birth onwards and no issues. And then she, she also said, a girl, when she was a little girl, it was the opposite. But again, two people who aren't even friends or family were giving positive things. But it was like two people out of like everyone else. And she's like, come on. You know, you don't need to, just because your experience is one thing, don't just sort of tell us that is what is going to happen. Um, that frustrates me a little bit. But what can you do? That's sort of, I guess that's built into people's minds with babies and children is that that's it. You're not going to ever sleep well again. Well, like I said before, that may not be the long-term case. But right now, we're doing pretty bloody good, so rant over. Back to sport, Friday. It's, th- it's Friday the 13th today. Ooh, suspicious, eh? So we've just been watching tennis most of the day today. After Well, we did go out for lunch, actually. But we were we watched the Kevin Anderson, John Isner semi-final Wimbledon. Wow. Wow, that was unreal. What an incredible match. Those guys were giving it everything. I mean, they're not the most attractive players you know they're not quite you know dolls your Federer's well, Federer is just a beautiful tennis player but they to be able to go five sets play I think it was over six and a half hours in the end and I believe the match was the second longest match in the championship history and obviously the previous one to that uh, the first most long match if that makes any sense was the John Isner Nicholas Mahu match which ended up going over like three days in the last last set alone lasted like eight hours but yeah incredible match really really amazing match and fair play to kevin anderson you know he's kind of in the last couple of years considering i think he's 30 32 to be able to get to that position to be in his first ever wimbledon final at that age shows you he's done something very very well Uh, so kudos to him for that and obviously commiserations to John Isner, who I didn't realise was 33 years old. And unless you're Roger Federer, you kind of feel like 33, is he going to get this close to Wimbledon again for a final? Possibly not. 
but you never know sometimes it takes getting this close to then be able to come and have another stab at it or it's just you just don't know so anyway incredible match and actually at the moment the Nadal Djokovic semi-final is on and that started at I think eight o'clock first set has already gone to Djokovic so it'll be interesting to see when I get back where that's at personally I want Nadal to make the final uh, just because I haven't seen Nadal in a Wimbledon final or I'm trying to think actually I could be making this up I feel like I haven't seen Nadal in a Wimbledon final for a while definitely not in a position where he's going to go on to win it he's looked great I love watching Nadal his, his technique his form is incredible and obviously mostly on clay but I'd love to see him do it again at Wimbledon so we'll see where that is when I get back and obviously the next time I do one of these will be post the final actually two in a week pretty much if this goes up before Monday uh, and yeah so looking forward to that Obviously, Serena Williams is already in the, the women's final, and Jamie Murray's in the mixed doubles final. So, uh, and it sounds bad. I'm not too bothered about the Serena Williams final because even though she's had this time out, it almost feels inevitable that she will win. Uh, it's kind of it writes the story itself that she's had this time out, come back first Wimbledon after having a baby, and she wins it. Because the BBC have definitely been using the, you know, she's a, a mum now kind of angle, which I think is great, it's incredible. But the BBC like to write stories like that a little bit, you know. They want that headline. So, and it does feel like that's going to happen. And fair play to her if she wins. There's still no one who comes close to her in the, in the women's game, really. So, hey, I might well be eating my own words um, tomorrow. So I know I said that there would be more structure to this particular podcast, but I haven't had the time really this week. So it's still a little bit haphazard, a little bit all over the place, but it still does the thing I wanted to do, which is to cover a few things here and there, life, music, sport, television, whatever, movies, as and when. Uh, Not too much really to report back on the television front this week because actually the television we've been watching has been football and tennis. Uh, We watched, we're up to date, minus a week on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is still one of my favourite ongoing comedies. Uh, That's so pleased when we heard, I think, is it ABC? I think ABC have picked it up, no, NBC have re-picked up so after this series it won't be cancelled as it looked like it was going to be Um, and it would have been mad for them to just say that's the end but oh man what a great show so funny week in week out absolutely superb so well if there's anyone listening who has never watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine my god yeah you gotta watch it Andy Samberg uh, Terry Crews can't think of the other names of the people because I am rubbish with that but next time I'll again make a note of these so you can find, you know you, you might then recognise a few more of these names but anyway Andy Sandberg and Terry Crews are the two off the top of my head who are in there it's obviously about 
precinct, uh, New York precinct, 99 precinct, police force. It's just great. Uh, if you haven't watched it, and if you like Lonely Island, then you obviously like Andy Sandberg, so check it out. Uh, so that's been this week's main TV mention. Consistently excellent. And uh, looking forward to catching up on this week's one over the weekend. So just a little bit about music this week, a little musical thing, a couple of tracks just worth a mention. This is off the back of what I was talking about last week. I sort of was talking about Arctic Monkeys and I was talking about Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino as um, that kind of evolution of the Arctic Monkeys to a point where if you listen to the first album, you listen to where they are now, if you weren't there from the start, you'd be a bit like, what's going on? But yeah, it's been played loads, the track I'm going to put in here, which is from the new album. So that's four out of five. That song is brilliant. It's... It's absolutely fantastic. The actual tune, it's very, very catchy. The, it's, the words are what they are, you know. It's just a fantasy land of this hotel. But it's cool. It's great. It's the, whole, the typical Alex Turner lyric. It's done really well. But the fact, if you watch the music video, then it takes the whole thing to another level. And then suddenly it makes even more sense. And it's... It's beautiful. The video is amazing. I mean, I would love to work on a music video that had that kind of money behind it because I'm sure there are films that probably don't have the money that are pumped into the Arctic Monkey music videos. But, yeah, so check the track out. So I'll drop that in here, and then when you get a second, I'll drop a link in somewhere so you can go and watch the video. The video is fantastic. So this is Arctic Monkeys, 4 out of 5. Lunar service on a Saturday night Dressed up in silver and white With coloured old grey whistle test lights Take easy for a little while Come and stay with us It's such an easy flight Two new places keep on popping up Since the exodus It's all getting gentrified Actually, the second track as well is going to be another... And I was listening to this on the radio today, on Radio X, and it's another Arctic Monkeys track, but just to take us all the way back to the first album, and you kind of feel the difference. And maybe this is a kind of interesting thing to listen to if you haven't gone back to that first album, but personally, one of the greatest songs on that album, which is View From The Afternoon, and... Just the, the drums, the guitar, just everything. It's the way it progresses, it doesn't feel very regular, but it's a great song and well worth checking out. If for some reason you're late to the game, you aren't so keen on the new stuff, but you enjoyed the previous album, well, let's go all the way back to the start and go to the album. Whatever people say, I am, that's what I'm not. This is a view from the afternoon. Come and check it out.
Okay, well, that, as it stands, I think is, is it. I haven't got too much more to update, talk about at this point. Uh, just to revert back to a little bit of life chat, I will be starting back working next week. But fortunately, I am working from home, so that's going to help a lot whilst obviously Laura still recovers. She's doing amazingly well, but she isn't able to drive yet, which is obviously a biggie. If you're sort of stranded and you want to go shopping or whatever, it's not possible. So it's really good that I'm able to start back work and be working from home. And we'll have that, you know, a bit more time to ease into things in order to recover. So, yeah, that will probably be Tuesday next week. And quite possibly, I'd imagine the next time I get around to doing one of these will be uh, of an evening next week. Or it might be that I don't do anything next week. I think I will. Uh, I have to work it out because at the moment I'm hosting this podcast on a very, very tight plan because it's free. <laughs> I don't want to be paying for anything at the moment whilst I'm just sort of finding my feet with it. And it's being hosted on Podbean, which I've never heard of. But they have a free tier, which is handy. It's just a limit on how much you can upload and bandwidth and things like that. But we'll see how we get on with that. If it, you know, If I keep this up then perhaps I will move to another platform. But with a lot of these things, it's either you pay a lot more money and you kind of get the unlimited bandwidth and uploads, or you have to kind of be showing that you have a listenership that will a platform will be like, okay, that's great, we'll host that, and then we'll put advertising on it or whatever. So we'll just have to see at the end of the day as long as there's a way for me to be able to continue to upload these for myself then that's fine and if anyone does listen then even better and hopefully there's something interesting for people to spend 20 minutes or whatever just listening to me ramble on but yeah that's that's it for me this week and no longer will we be singing three lions we'll probably be singing time to say goodbye because the one from I'm just thinking uh, Step Brothers, Boats and Hoes time to say goodbye maybe we'll drop a bit of Step Brothers in here because it's sort of a, a nice end to the podcast, great film if you haven't seen it and you like classic comedy that is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. wow oh man it's one of my favourite films for comedy <laughs> god if you haven't watched it just watch it anyway here's a clip from that film and it kind of sums up the end of the podcast uh, until the next time we'll speak again soon Oh,